Bush and Richie here with your daily takeaway podcast, and uh, I think we should start with an apology. Uh, it, it, it's completely slipped our attention because it's been so busy at the moment that we haven't been over the past week or so actually introducing the podcast. Uh, it's, it's really remiss of us. We do apologise. Hopefully, you'll accept the apology in the in the way that it is meant. Is but what we have to acknowledge: this is like you know, it is your daily takeaway. It, it's like having a takeaway pizza, but but without it coming in a box. This is what it is. This is in many ways what it was, what it was, and we've just been so busy recently uh, that uh, we've forgotten to do it and we've been reminded by our boss Paul in our latest feedback session, coaching session uh, that we've uh, we've stopped doing it and uh, obviously we're our own men, we can do whatever we want but now we're doing it every single day from this point <laughs> onwards. <laughs> I've got a great idea. I've got a great idea. Go on. Okay, let's both of us just step away from the microphones a second. I think we could monetize this. Yeah. If we set up like a little GoFundMe thing People could get in touch. Yeah, money goes directly into our bank accounts, uh-huh. and we could do dedications at the beginning of the daily takeaway. Well, like advertise like businesses, yeah, isn't it? like Paul wants it, so like you know, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we've got an idea, <laughs> uh, but now enjoy the podcast. The daily takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Producer Adam dressed all in grey. Has he got grey tracky bottoms on there? No, he's got a black tracksuit. He looks like he's uh, in Broadmoor. (laughs) Here's some information I'd like when a particular gift is turning up. Uh, We've asked you this question before. It's always a good sort of like uh, weather vein on where you are in your life right now. What are you waiting on? I've tried to be particularly organised for Christmas this year. It's taken 45 years, but it's finally caught on that if I go early, then there's less stress last minute. Okay, that's good. Most things have turned up, because uh, I, I, I did a flurry of ordering on one day, but there's there's one item that was due for shipping on the 25th of November. There has been no alert on it since. Nothing. I've emailed them today. They've gone back and said, oh yeah, there's been a problem in the factory. That should be shipped on the 9th of December. They've, they've, they've like plucked that out of nowhere. Isn't it? You haven't bought it from China, have you? Because you know sometimes you get them, oh, that's an amazing deal. This is so cheap. And then it takes... <laughs> Nine months to arrive. Thing is, I I, I got to like speak carefully here because I don't want to give hints away. But I'd say it's like a tier. It's a tier one gift. Oh right, okay. Pre- uh, regarding like our Christmas goes. If oh you wow, okay, I mean. right. Like, it's crit- critical. So this needs to arrive. It does need by the to big arrive. Day. Yeah. So what are you waiting on right now? <laughs> There's an element of stress. About two weeks away now. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen for your texts, your tweets to Absolute Radio. Well, do you know what? I, I would have said uh, that uh, I was waiting on something. But oh, don't that... tell me something's turned up. It's just turned up today. <laughs> but it's nothing fun. It's nothing like knockabout and a good laugh. It's my VAT registration number. <laughs> Yeah, but if that doesn't turn up, then that gets critical. It, do you know what? I, what I think might have happened, I might have accidentally ripped up the letter when they originally sent it, <laughs> and I've been unable to invoice until now. So that's uh, quite a big thing for that's me. That's a, a very big thing. It is. Uh, certain discussions have been happening uh, during the last uh, three or so minutes that I can't reveal on air, but uh, um, it, the, the chaps in the studio have just got out of me. I have ordered from a website that I've never, ever heard of before. It's always getting a bit concerning. If Esther Ransom was doing That's Life, I think he'd be on there. That's what I'm worried about. I, I'm already smelling a bit of a whiff of something that I don't want to. What are you waiting on? 8.12.15. Mark's been very helpful. Tweets to say, I don't want to worry you too much, but I ordered something as a Christmas present for my daughter last year. It eventually arrived in time for her birthday the following September. Oh, no, that is brutal, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Phillips tweeted us to say he's waiting on Everton. And you know, as a fellow Evertonian, I, I'm, I feel like I don't want the World Cup to end, because that means the season starts again and more pain. Uh, Ron in Canvey Island has got in touch. He says, hello, chaps. 
have been waiting since the 15th of October for an original Fleetwood Mac rumours promo poster <laughs> to arrive from the US. It arrived today damaged. No chance no. of a replacement. I'm now on the hunt for a similar item. I believe he's using this show to tout slightly. <laughs> he's clever isn't little he? ruse, Good isn't luck. he? Uh, Pip, what are you waiting on? OK, so we've all been given characters and um, mine's what? supposed for to what? be... Sorry, right, so my friend's doing this weirdness party. Weirdness. OK. Yeah. And um, it's an alien-themed murder mystery. <laughs> An alien-themed so, murder mystery under the title yeah. of Weirdmas. And when when's this happening? Christmas Eve. Right. Okay. Okay. And yeah, so we've all been given characters, and uh, just waiting for my outfit to turn up. Brilliant. And what? Um, can we ask which which character you're going to be? So I'm uh, like a hitchhiker that's always wanted to be a pilot. <laughs> And um, I can't remember my character's name, but, um, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what I look like. So I've got this fighter pilot um, outfit that's due to arrive. <laughs> this gets very confusing, this, isn't it? I've, I've never heard of a weird mess night, but I must say I like it. Yeah, it sounds all right, doesn't it? <laughs> I'll have to report back. But, yeah, there's going to be uh, lots of party games, lots of drink and food and everything. So, yeah, it'll be good. Superb. And can we ask what, what happens? What's your backup plan if it, God forbid, doesn't arrive in time? I don't. I don't have a backup plan. I've got an but, idea uh, for you. Go to an old charity shop, buy a bomber jacket, go to a gym and buy a pair of swimming goggles, then you're an old pilot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Happy birthday, Stevie B in Birkenhead. He says he's waiting for his bus pass, 60 today. I, you know, obviously you want to kind of sometimes slow the advance of time, but I cannot wait to get my bus pass. I can't wait. Free transport, I like that. Go wherever you want. Yeah, exactly. So could, it, could I go to, like, John O'Groats if I wanted to? Be a lot of buses. Like Beefy Botham. <laughs> I love walked. that. He did walk, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it'll, uh, you know, sky's the limit. Uh, Paul in Lancashire is having a mare looking and waiting for a pair of Paw Patrol headphones. You grow up, mate, get some uh, <laughs> AirPod things. Contactless. <laughs> However, uh, what are you waiting on right now? I've done myself in there. I said contactless headphones, which is completely the wrong technical <laughs> term. Joke's back on me. Uh, Sasha from Cambridge says, I'm waiting on the man of my dreams. Oof. Uh, Les Cashmore, cracking name, says he's waiting on a t shirt from the gig that we did at the Isle of Wight Festival, 80s versus 90s. I just missed out on one when you were throwing them into the crowd. Oh, God, mate. Sorry, mate. Uh, Claire, what are you waiting on? Oh, my hammock chair. <laughs> so, in case people miss that, you're waiting for your hammock to arrive. It's a, it's a chair that's kind of a one-person hammock, yeah. That's a curious thing to be waiting for on the 7th of December. It's quite cold, Claire. I don't know where you are. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in uh, sunny Cromer. By the coast. Well, Cromer is beautiful. Was this well, a uh, was this an eBay couple of glasses of wine purchase? No, I was just flicking through Facebook and I saw the advert and I thought, oh, I really need one of them. You know, and it's getting hot and you can see yourself in the corner of the garden. You know? So, Claire, when did you order it? How long have you been waiting on this then? Um, it's kind of the beginning of July. You know, when the, we started having those spurts of really hot weather. Yeah. And I was working from home at the time as well. And I thought, oh, that'd be nice. Sit out there, my half an hour lunch break. Oh, might not even make it back in. <laughs> now you're wearing fingerless gloves, freezing, commuting, and it seems like it's almost mocking you a little bit. It, it is, definitely, yes. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm really intrigued to know how a chair can become a hammock, though, Richie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How does that even work? Because normally hammocks are tied to trees, aren't they? It, exactly, and, and, and chairs have some rigidity. I would say your hammock is somewhat more fluid. Yeah, we're, we're just confused yeah. by that. I, I just 
the picture actually shows it's just like a sort of a normal chair. Yeah. It's like one of the old deck chairs, but it, it's kind of got springs on it, so it swings. You know, <laughs> <laughs> sounds a little bit dodgy. This, Claire. Look, there's there's always an element of trust between the radio presenter and the listener. What we would love to have as a promise from you is when it, it when it eventually turns up, please send us a picture of this hammock chair. I will. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, enjoy it. Happy swinging, and have a brilliant Wednesday night. <laughs> and you. Bye. Twig in Cleveland says, guys, I'm waiting for my baby boy to arrive and my cheesy bean jacket potato to cook. <laughs> Interesting little combo. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Uh, here's a question. Do you find yourself doing the same gags all the time? I mean, like, you know, go-to gags. <laughs> says us. Says us. You know when you, like, you make a joke about something, the rest of the family tell you to shut up, and then that kind of spurs you on a bit, so you double down on it, you keep doing it all the time. We've built a career on it. Bill, this is, this is what the show is literally founded upon. But um, I've got this situation at the moment, whenever I'm taking the girls on the school run in the morning, we go past, like, one of those big car wash, mm-hmm. outdoor car wash places, and I always make a joke that I'm going to put them in for a, a £25 wash and polish. <laughs> and they both roll their eyes at me and all that kind of stuff, but I can't stop, and the the other one that I've got going a lot at the moment is uh, we watch MasterChef The Professionals yeah. and my other half Kate even hates me saying this but every time there's an episode on I'll always clear my throat and then ask her when chefs relax in the evening do they go upstairs and stick on their comfy trousers <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, let's share them this hour, right? Is there's a joke you always do? Have you got a joke that you always always go for? Well, I have Nick from my dad, actually. They're some well, of the best ones. We had to suffer it all the time as kids. If we went, were in the car and you went past a car that had got a couple of bikes on a bike rack, OK? So the bikes are on top of the car. Uh-huh. And generally, because of physics, the car's going down and you, you see the wheels are still turning. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. My dad would go, cool, that's a nasty accident. It's only just happened. I went a bit earlier there with the drums. <laughs> no, the, the drums help at any so, point, because it's not a great gag. <laughs> I like it. But what, because, was your, what was your reaction when you were a kid to that? Well, that's the thing. As a kid, you rolled your eyes, but then the more you hear it, you'd be like... <laughs> or you'd, you'd see it coming, you think, is he going to do the, car, the, the, you know, the, the gag? Then he does it, and then it, it jumps the generation, and you start doing it back to the kids. Feel yourself turning into your dad. Actually, one that my dad always uh, does, still to this day, if he sees anyone going by in the, you know, a car that's done up for a wedding, he'll shout, don't do it. <laughs> Which is an intro. That's on? funny. There you go. We should have done. So, look, if you've got a, a gag that you always do, your go to gag that you can't stop doing, share it with us here on Home Time. Uh, this time from Friday uh, on Absolute Radio itself, Razor Light in session as our house band. Yeah. Uh, as part of Absolute Radio uh, and UK's uh, biggest office party. So, you know what? When it's done, uh, just to keep it going in the whole office party vein, we should just start on someone, start on each other. <laughs> God, no, no. Imagine that. He's not in the studio right now, but him, our producer. What we need is, is feet moving on gravel, because you know we hear this out the window late yeah, night, Friday, yeah, Saturday yeah, night. Yeah. Uh, it's a couple of men's noises, like grunting, then a woman going, Nathan! <laughs> Leave him, Nathan! <laughs> uh, in the meantime, we're talking about gags that you keep doing despite your family telling you to shut up. We always go past the car wash on the school run. I always say I'm going to put the girls in for a wash and polish. What kind of things do you say? Shelley says, uh, when we go to Cotswold Wildlife Park, I always say, oh, that one must be asleep to the large rock in the tortoise enclosure. <laughs> Quality mum gag gets a lap every like time. It's one. good, isn't it? Uh, Richard says, walking around supermarkets, I point at the stuff loudly, proclaiming it's cheaper at their competition. Uh, and then at the till, when given the total, just go in a high-pitched shock voice, how much? Oh, if he's got teenage kids, they must absolutely hate him. Uh, and Apu says, if we go uh, by a boat in someone's driveway, I always say that must have been a big wave. <laughs> 
<laughs> Pete says, every time my mother-in-law and I pass the local undertaker's shop, I always point at the hearses outside and say, oi, oi, your minicab's here. <laughs> Let's give him a quick drum roll for that one. Uh, Texas says, I have a general response to the kids every time they tell me that they're hungry or tired. Uh, I just reply by saying, I'm Andy, nice to meet you. Oh, wow, that is proper parental <laughs> stuff. Scott in Lincoln says, when at the supermarket, I'll hand my kids a bag of small onions and tell them, don't ask for anything else, that's shallot. He adds, it drives them nuts. But I can't stop laughing at it. We've got Sam on the line. Uh, Sam, what's your go-to gag? So my go-to gag every time out driving, maybe going down the black too with a family or stuff, you know, I'll always say to the wee man, I'll say, eh, what, if we pass a, a field full of cows, I'll say, put cows on holiday. And my wee boy usually falls for it, you know, and he goes, I don't know, Dad, that's it. The one with a wee calf, as in week, week off. <laughs> <laughs> that's a quality gag. And does he get a laugh out of it, or uh, what, what's his response, your boy? I usually get a laugh, but... As he's getting older, I think, I don't know if I'll get away with it any longer, you know. This is it, though. No, you, you've got to double down on it. You've got to keep going. That's the main thing. If You, you can't let up on this now, even when he's, like, 30-odd. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll certainly give it my best shot, you know. You have uh, to, because by doing that, that's how it jumps the next generation, and he does it to his children. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I can hand it down generation to generation, you know. I'll never get old. A great opportunity would, would be to do it at his wedding, when you're, you know, <laughs> doing your speech. <laughs> well, I'll run it by him first, I think, and I'll, I'll probably not get invited. A couple in here, Lawrence says, every time we're out and we hear a siren, I'll grab my son and shout over here, I've got him, he hates it. <laughs> and Nathan says, we used to drive for a village called Branston on the way to my father-in-law's, I would always say, if we broke down now, we'd be in a right pickle. Yes, that's a great gag. He never gets tired of it, he says. Tempted to find the village and just drive through for the sake of it. Let's do it. Get all the kids together. (laughs) Get them in one go. Claire says, my favourite is when eating peas. If I accidentally drop a pea, I say to my husband, oh no, I peed on the floor. Uh, Makes me laugh every time. The fancier the place, the funnier it is. (laughs) Loving your work. Uh, Gary's hanging on. Maybe this is another one that you can use. Gary, what's yours? So I always, when we go to the supermarket, I throw down the dog aisle and I make sure to shout out to my wife when she's a bit far away from me, uh, do we need any dog food? Knowing that she will snap and go, we don't have a dog! <laughs> <laughs> and you do this every time, do you, do Gary? You do it every time? Every time. We used to do it, I used to do it when we went down the nappy aisles and she did get me back once with, uh, no, you don't need them. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> good comeback. It's weird though, isn't it? Like, because obviously I have the same situation with the comfy trouser gag when watching MasterChef The Professionals with my other half, Katie. I can't stop myself from doing it. You're in the same situation. It's almost like catnip for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just knowing that you'll get angry at it is what actually does it for me. So yeah, that's the, the buzz. Thing. There's the thing. There, you know, I don't want to be the joke whisperer here, but that's the sad truth of it, isn't it? When people get angry with it, it actually makes you want to do it more. It's getting a rise out of people, isn't it? Exactly, that's exactly it. So, one more time, tell everyone what you do. Uh, I make sure I go down the pet food aisle and ask if we need any dog food, knowing that we have no dogs. <laughs> well done, you must be very proud of yourself. <laughs> I am very proud. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. It's now time to let the final hour of the show be placed in the hands of a retro catalogue from back in the 80s. It's Catalogue Corner here on Home Time. Uh, we found an Argos catalogue uh, archive online. It's an amazing thing. And basically, all the catalogues from Argos back to 1979 are on there. And what we're going to do, flip to a random page of a random catalogue and then the subject of the final hour of the show has to be on what is on those pages. Uh, We've gone for the 1985 um, autumn Argos catalogue, number 24. Uh, So Richie, if you can pick a page between 1 and... 
153 for us, please. Ooh, one of their briefer ones. It's okay. quite small, isn't it? Uh, 122. Let's have a look, page 122. Oof. On these two pages, we have tape recorders. Remember the old-fashioned <laughs> tape recorders back in the day? Yes. And alarm clocks. Oh, now, wow. so tape recorders and alarm clocks that will be the subject of the final hour of the Home Time Show this evening. Just some thoughts to kind of get people going here. I know some people have got alarm clocks that have been with them for years. That would be incredible. An old alarm clock that's served you for many, many yes. years. Want to hear about that. Also, back in the day, I mean, I don't know about you, we used to tape a lot of stuff off the telly. Uh, any, like, uh, soundtracks or TV theme tunes, like the Airwolf theme I used to love. Hold on, can I just get this straight? So you're not talking about recording something off the telly as on a video. You used to take a tape recorder yep. and record the airwolf <laughs> theme off the telly off just put it next to the telly <laughs> press record and then record it like that I used to love it <laughs> I never did that in my life oh really I used to absolutely love doing that <laughs> yeah, but you, would have, you would have heard your mum washing up in the background I had to tell everyone to be quiet <laughs> But it's such a good theme tune, the, the Airwolf theme tune, and, and also the Equaliser. I'm going to get you a proper copy as a, as a present for Christmas. <laughs> Would you do that for me? I will do that, <laughs> Really appreciate it. So if you've got a story oh. of anything to do with alarm clocks, maybe you had your mind blown there about uh, recording stuff <laughs> next to the TV and tape recorders, we want to hear about it tonight on Catalogue Corner. Adam has just tweeted the show to say no other radio show in the world would feature tape recorders and alarm clocks from 1985 in their final hour. That's praise, isn't it? That is praise. Yeah. Welcome to Catalogue Corner, folks. <laughs> Paul Gibbons is uh, on the Wirral. The Gibmeister. Yes. Uh, he says, I remember trying to record the top ten from the radio, desperately trying to pause <laughs> when the adverts came on, only to fail to press the correct button and end up rewinding, causing the loss of the start of one song to be badly mixed in with another. Wow. I, I love the whole recording. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, I used to record uh, off the TV, tape, yeah. you, know, the, you know, theme tunes from TV shows, but it's quite a lot of stuff, Jeopardy, like record, play and pause all at the same time. Yes. That's but, a lot to go through your head. But in defence of Paul and to continue to mock you, at it's least great. when Paul is yeah. recording off the radio, uh, which I think was illegal, um, it's, it's in the same machine. Yours was from tape <laughs> Next deck to, it. To, <laughs> to television speaker. I'm not the only one. Listen to this. Claire says I had to record my George Michael Faith album by putting my tape recorder next to the LP player. <laughs> Just at the end of the song, uh, you've got to have faith, faith, faith. My best friend decided to let one rip, and I still <laughs> remind her about it to this day. What great memories. Special edits. Yes. Um, your memories, please, of alarm clocks. We haven't had too many alarm clock ones. Goes a bit Come on. Dominated by tape decks. <laughs> Keep them coming. Uh, we've got Sarah on the line, who apparently is on the bus. Sarah, you've got a tape recorder story for us. Is that right? Yes, I used to use the tape recorder to log into the, or dial up, or whatever you used to call it, to the ZX Spectrum computer to what? play Lemmings. <laughs> <laughs> and, and do you remember the noise? Can you do the noise for us now, even though you're on the bus, please, Sarah? No, I can't. Oh. <laughs> And what kids now don't understand? I mean, I've seen people moan about like a forty-second load time for a level of one of the latest games, like Elden Ring or whatever. You used to wait for like twenty-five minutes for this thing yeah, to load up yeah, for one game, and, and if you died, you had to load it all back on again. And I never ever completed Lemmings ever. That was the other thing. It's like impossible to complete. Sarah Bush has just done the noise of the ZX Spectrum <laughs> loading up to over two million people listening. I'm going to give you the chance. A second chance Come on. to Come on. do it on the bus. Come on. <laughs> 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 
Well done. Still got it. <laughs> were you saying earlier on, Richie, we've not had any alarm clock stories? Well, we've put that right right now. Colm has tweeted us to say, would you believe me if I told you that I still use this alarm clock to wake me up in the mornings? He sent a photo of it. It does look very retro. Uh, he has had it since he was 10 years old. Morphe Richards is the brand in the picture. I was having a quick search uh, to find out if the uh, the Morphe Richards, they are very much still active. And I'm very glad to hear that. Are they, I, I would say Morphe Richards are more in the kind of kettle iron kind of world. Maybe they, they had a brief dalliance with alarm clocks and yeah. maybe it didn't work out. Or... Founded in 1936 and still going strong by uh, Donald Morphy and Charles Richards. They sound like a police duo. <laughs> Crime-fighting detective duo. Kerry has texted, I was obsessed by Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves and recorded the entire film onto cassette. Wow. Took me days to do so. Suddenly I'm not feeling so weird about the whole Airwolf thing. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. There you go, there's the podcast. Hope you enjoyed our introduction at the beginning. Uh, and if you want to get in touch for anything in particular you want us to mention at the start, do you know what I mean? Line our pockets at absoluteradio.co.uk. <laughs> Two mentions, £15 or three for 20